Show that caffeine. Doctor tell him I'm sick, need the vaccine. Call him top shotter. Down at Fiji drinking copper. It's nothing to push your bands like Spraga. Rhea, she can tell you. Smooth like a smooth real soon. On his heads like Vidal Sassoon. Don't be a bad boom, you freaking monkey. Going apes for this bread as bananas on me. Eight shots to Ron C. They gon' see you in a minute. I'm popping like a Xanax. Watch me like a Zenith. Menace, but only with this rap thing. Get it, live it. Goons get the simmer. Rep the go so I get the ribbon, thing go brr, 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 that's my money machine. Excuse me, Martin Luther, hey, I'm living my dream. Just in a different world, you can call me Kadeem, uh. I'm about nothing but cream, uh. Kid you told me rap belong to the team, uh. West Coast, nothing in between, uh. But me and her legs, so drop dead. Heard what I said. If you ain't rocking with the coast of Watt City, uh, off with his head. Now to the bank laughing. <laughs> Kanye love it how I'm in my Kardashian. Oh, my Kardashian is. Standing horse, my Ferrari is. Hey, they sleeping on him. I'm Captain Z's, Bugatti, Lambo, ishing on him. <laughs> Lucas Cash on sticks. Don't matter anyway. Hey, we run this. <laughs> AM Caffeine Morning uh, Show. Wake uh, your punk ass up. Q9! What up? Where's my applause, dog? Hey, I'm sorry, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You're like two applause away from getting fired. Hey, hey, so let, hey, let's whoa, get that together, Q9. Wait a minute now. Yeah, I was out of line for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> AM Caffeine Morning Show. Way back Wednesday. It's your boy yeah. DOC. Q9 on the ones and twos. Uh, my co host, Portia Coleman. Um, isn't here uh, today because she's uh, about to star in a new film oh, or something like that. Star, yes, that's... straight laser disc. I doubt yeah. we'll ever see that in theater. But oh, wow. she said she had a call time, <laughs> oh, so she's not here time. today. Oh. Um, and Smooth D's not here either. He's somewhere probably eating donuts. You what? know, uh, Smooth D can't really stay away from those donuts. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. Um, today's special guest. So last <laughs> week, let me shout out to um, my boy Michelangelo from Portrait, who was our special way back Wednesday guest last week. Uh, yes, yes. So this week, as uh, promised, you know, we always try to bring you um, legendary artists or artists that have really contributed to the 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 lifestyle um, and have really yeah. added to the culture. Yeah. And today, uh, today is no exception. So, you know, I always, I'm always on my soapbox about the era of rap music that I come from, and why I cannot understand half of the crap that I hear on the radio today. Hey, and I'm not taking out, I'm not no shots. Like this isn't a shout out to uh, Future. Like uh, I'm not shouting him out. Taking shots at him right, or right. any of the, the the new guys, I just don't understand. Like you need like a decoder ring. Like I don't I, I don't yeah, know yeah. what they be talking about. I need like Batman's utility belt to figure out. I need a thesaurus, <laughs> and I'm pretty educated, and I can't understand what the heck these goofies be talking about. What you talking about dog. So the golden era of hip hop, man, oh. where I'm from. So I'm talking about 19, you know, 1988, 89, Ooh. 90, 94. Talk about it. We'll never get to that. We'll never get there again, dude. So I like to bring cats by that I was a fan of mm -hmm. and made a contribution. And there was a rap group, man, that made some noise. And then you kind of wonder, like, 
why we didn't get any more music from them. Mm -hmm. But when they came in, they came in with a co-sign, like to come in the game and have a co-sign from KRS-One. Oh, my God. Right? You're talking about the teacher, dude. Knowledge reigns supreme for you new jacks that don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, um, To come in the game, that's almost like coming in the game now. We're like... Drake or something like we're talking about KRS One. So to come in the game with a cosign like that lets you know that this was a special group. I'm talking Serious. about the one and only Channel Live. Gosh yes, dang it, yes, my yes. man Tuffy hey. from Channel Live is in the building today. Yes, sir. So yes, we talk about what up, Doc? Honor and a pleasure. Right. So here's the fly thing about my man Tuff. Dude, up, there's Doc? a lot. There's a lot of times. Tell him, Doc. <laughs> there's a lot of times that we start talking about artists from that that era. And they're not able to make the transition from being an artist to now figuring out what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Like, I'm not going to mm. go work at Yoshinoya. Mm. So what? <laughs> how can I make the transition from what I've learned from music and now parlaying that into mm. another career? Mm. This fool is an executive. Mm. At a publishing company, we're going to get into publishing because half you goofies don't even know what that is exactly. He's he's preaching. The one and only Tuffy. Like, first of all, you being here this early in the morning, I appreciate that, dude. Of course, Doc. Um, you called me up. I'm proud of you, brother. You know what I mean? You make the call. We family. You're here. <laughs> I like that. I put out the bat signal and you answer. I'm me. here. Right. Um. So first of all, half of Channel Live. So let's shout out your man Hawk. He's the hawk. He's in Miami. Hawk is like he's every he's time the god. I he's right, the god. every the time god. every time I'm on any social media, Hawk is there. That's the god Hawk. He has not changed. <laughs> still preaching, still preaching the word. Right. He. I seen him in the hospital. He was still, still performing. Right. Wow. Still wake up in the morning, got the yearning for herb. It's every day. It's never stop. We never stop. It's never stop. Tough man. Let's talk about this real quick. Um. Channel Live. When you guys got together, first of all, did you you knew Hawk for a while before you guys became? Well, we was in group? college. We was in college together. You were in college together. You went to and, college and, where? And, and I went to college at Montclair State. Got a degree. Montclair State. So who I don't know how many. Montclair of us know State that? is in in New Jersey, right outside New York. How mm -hmm. many? What's the uh, student by like three? I mean, it's a it's a university at this point. I mean, it's a real state university. Really, Montclair mm -hmm. University. Montclair State University. What, what, what was their um, mascot? Right, you on, don't know? Okay. On, I, I'm just trying to, I'm like, I'm just trying to find man. the legitimacy. Ra writing raps and smoking <laughs> weed. And, <laughs> come on, man. I'm supposed to know the mascot. Come on, I'm just trying to get the legitimacy of Montclair no, University. We, we got a deal while we was there. Okay. Um, Karis one was on the speaking thing. You know, he come to the colleges and oh. do the touring, do the lecture, the performance. Mm -hmm. Me and Hawk would stand up, ask some questions, you know. You talking to the guy? Yeah, you, Mr. Karras one. You know, what do you feel about you know the, the, the present state of the? You know, he go into you know Michael Jordan has his his whole speech was crazy, right? Very Afrocentric, you know. So we we connected on that. We right. Got a, we got a call one night. You know, I'm in the studio. I have this beat up. Would you guys be willing to come down? So prior to that, he had never heard you rap. Never or anything? heard us rap, but he he vibed with us at these lectures, right? Mm. Cause he liked the knowledge we, you know, we <laughs> he was, was kicking that knowledge. Was building. So, <laughs> so he called us one night. I get a call at my house, and and the God is like, "Yo, I got a, I got this beat up. You know, I was wondering if you guys wanted to come. D and D was infamous. D and D studio. Wow. DJ Premier, Buckshot Shorty, um, all the boot camp click. Everybody was doing their albums at, at D and D. D and D is infamous for nineties. Right. As a matter of fact, I probably think. Primo ended up buying them. Right, I think he did. Yes. You know what I mean? Like wow. it was that infamous. Blunts in the right. in the in the uh in the, in the candy machine. You know I mean? like, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Just, it was that. That's what that was. So we did a whole album there with Chris. Got to deal with Capital. Met Malik Levy. Shout out Malik. Malik. Shout out Malik. Yeah. Crazy. We, that's that's a whole nother show. Malik Levy. No, as you, got, an exec, you gotta have him up here. As an executive, he got, he got a lot at Capitol Records. He had a barber that was getting his hair cut like at twenty one in the offices, like at way before Cats was doing that. We on we on the we on the roof of you know drinking drinking Hennessy and, and smoking at Capitol right at Capitol <laughs> Records right there on Sunset. He's doing it and Vine. He's doing it. So you did a whole album at D and D. It was overseen by Karis One. 
and Salam Remy. Oh my God. So you did. So (laughs) just drop Harris one and Salam Remy produced my first album. So fast forward to now, my first publishing deal was with Salam. Was with Salam. How does it come full circle? And I I want to get into that, but. So did you have a deal before you finished the album, no. or you took a finished album to Chris to was on some Let's Go to Nervous Records. That's where Buckshot and them is right, at. right, Let's right. Put right. out a twelve inch and we go tour. He was on to something then. But cats are doing now because touring is right now. Right, you feel right. Me like mm-hmm. the the whole thing is touring now. Right. Chris was on that in '96. Let's put out a record. We going on the road. So we did a little freestyle over um, um, Black Cop beat. Uh huh. And, and that's what Mad Lion did, the Black Cop. The Black Cop, right, drop. Shout out Mad Lion, he's supposed to come up here too. He need to be up here because he got a story to tell too. Did the 12 inch, we're going to go on tour. That was so his the whole 12, thing. So what, was, so what was the 12 inch? Madism? No. Oh, the 12 inch was the song of the Black Cop beat. It's called The Blunts on Fire. It was a whole nother. <laughs> it was a whole nother beat. Right. Got the tape, got sent to LA. Right. Young AR from Oakland, Malik, called me. I was working. Fresh out of college, he was like, yo, I want to sign y'all tomorrow. I quit. I haven't worked since two years ago at Pure Music. <laughs> wow. wow. So he heard the he heard the tape, got your number, called you, and said, I want to sign you guys come to LA. That was it. Wow. That's the beat right there. So you do an album on Capitol. The first single's Madism. Yes. Top and 10, top 10 record, gold record, platinum. Did you ever expect that song to do what it did? Nah, like I hated, to even write I hated the record. Did you what? really? <laughs> I ain't go for it. Oh man! Because you know we was way deeper. We was on some battle. Like we won the battle. Chris was like, nah. <laughs> Our mark was was bucking them. Like right. Smith and Wesson. Like that's the mark. I want y'all to be on some shit like that because Madism is actually Buckshot sample. All we do is spark Madism. Madism. Is yes, it, yes, it is. So Chris was heavy on them. Right. So okay, we're gonna be that. So Madison was one of the joints, and then and then Salam did the rest of the album, and his beats. You know, him and Chris had a battle doing the beats, and it was dope. Man. <laughs> it was dope. So you do that that first album. You do you then move to L.A. or are you still nah, in New, you're still was, in New well, York? Well, I was going back and forth to L.A. because we were signing Capitol. Right. So I was up right. the street, you know, eating the Roscoes when we landed. The whole hey. Right. Right. You know, and um. We started, we came to LA back and forth. The deal um, at Capitol ended like 97 when EMI folded into Capitol. I mean, EMI folded Capitol. Right. Black music. Then we was on EMI. Then we did a whole album. Then EMI folded. So, mm. did that, so that album never comes out? Never came out. I got like a big old check because we never, they give you the, the money when you don't do the whole album. They give you the budget. Right. And then I signed with Warner Brothers after that. You signed with, with Queen Latifah. Mm. As Channel Live. As Channel Live. That was our last album. That was like 2001. Did that album come out? Came out on Warner. It came out on Warner. Latifah had a three-act deal on Warner. So we signed the Flavor Unit, did that album. Benny Boom, who is now shooting Tupac. Big, big, big shot to Benny. Shot video. He, he shot our video. Benny was the rap part of the rap group at that point. So Benny Boom was a rapper. He's nice. <laughs> Shout out to Benny. He was nice. <laughs> Benny was a rapper. And, um, you know, now he's shooting movies and doing his thing. I'm in publishing. You know, I mean, we still we still here, man. We, AM Cafe. We still creative. We still doing music. We still making music. We still signing artists. We still producing records. I want to get into all, all that. And how you even had your hand in the whole Carl Thomas, I wish it. I want to talk about all that. AM Caffeine Morning Show, dropping jewels today. (laughs) We're everywhere. My man Tuffy from Channel Live. Q-Nice on the ones and twos. So Q-Nice. Yeah, yeah. Because we have a special guest, don't embarrass me today. Oh, man. So I don't want to hear nothing new. I want classic hip-hop right now, dude. All 90s. AM Caffeine Morning Show, Q-Nice on the ones and twos. Tuffy Morgan's in the building. Q-Nice, you know what it is. All right. Wake your punk ass up. It's time for the AM Caffeine Morning Show.
watch in my pocket. Yo, where's my not it? Follows me into the spot, compelling. Go check the dread, and yes, these herbs selling. Up and out of the gate, I'm a potential felon. Ism is smelling, like I ain't even telling. Channel one, two, I'm smashing the law. Channel three, I make a run to the store. Channel four, leave the store with the Philly plus I spark the ism. I'm off the channel live. Wake up in the morning, got the yearning for herb, which loosens up the nouns, metaphors, and verbs and adjectives. Ain't it magic, kid? What I'm kicking? Multi-flavor bags and sex for the picking. So listen to the ism as it talks nonstop. Hawaiian when I'm rhyming, but so is the chocolate tie. Now the high starts to settle, kicking fat lyrics that rocks like heavy metal. I'm coming out of arms with a slip of sense. See when I speak, big up Matt, Hello and Malik, like John Lennon. Yes, I'm ICM, and I start grinning and syllables start bending. My style is untangible, like a wild animal. Check the label as it goes round, it's all capital. That's what I'm smacking you with, cause it's easy. Like Lionel Richie, your whole style is <coughs> Switch me, mix me, somebody get me. Don't let me rip out my clothes like Bill Bixby. Ripping a microphone till I'm motherfucking 60. Smoking an endo by the window is holding now. There is a expertism, is lipicism. My flow would take you over like I was hypnotism. So where's the lighter to the cipher and skills that I'm bringing? Hyper than a little kid on ginseng. Roots and culture, my intellect will insult ya. Finish off your dead mind like a vulture. I gotta get mine, get it quick. Cause there's all these weak raps, steady making hits. Oh, back. But 94, I bring the skills back. So listen, now I'm doing what I wanna do and sparking madness.
lesson. Class is in session, so you can stop guessing if this is a gift or a written down memo. See, I am a professional. This is not a demo. In fact, call it a lecture, a visual picture, sort of a poetic rhythm. Like listen, I'm not dissing, but there's something that you're missing. Maybe you should touch reality.
AM Caffeine Morning Show. DJ Q Nice on the ones and twos. Yes, yes, yes. I see you started off that that mix with our madism by oh, Channel Live. Tuffy, how does it feel when you hear that song? Even though and you great, didn't like man. it in the very no, beginning, it just, does it, it feel if it's, it's different? Still, nah, it still feels great, man. Like it was definitely a um a a a, a mark. You definitely no, you definitely like a real mark. Yeah. And and I feel blessed that I had that opportunity to have a number. I think it was like at one point it was like Big Papa, Shook Ones, and Madison. Wow. Three top records in the country. On the urban side, you know what I mean. So, it, like for, for me to be able to say that was 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 an amazing thing, and, and I'll have I got that. Like I can forever. Say I Nobody that. can take that they away from you. It. Anytime you play Madism, it gets a reaction. That. They can't take that. It was, <laughs> and, and and it meant something for the time where Blunts was really, you know, getting started. Everybody was rolling up, and and we just had the song at the right time. At the right time. You know, when you have a hit, it's all about timing, and we just had the right. Everybody was rolling up. <laughs> you know, when you saw Channel Live, we had. You know bomb. what it was? It like we know what they got. Oh, it was like I could have sold we double the price just because we had the song. Like, it was just. Dude. Can I say that? I, I yeah, absolutely. Okay. 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 Dude, absolutely. Tell, me, I want to be talking about drugs culture. <laughs> let me let me tell you. You know, when it first came out, cassette, right? Yeah, playing it back over and over and over, have my headphones just going through every word like I was on stage, which I, I just, I just love the song. Nah, it, it was, and, and it was a, a great time to be touring with Mob Deep and Wu Tang oh, and yeah. the Roots, and I mean, it, we, we toured. I mean, it was just that time, man. Like, how can I be down and? How can I be down? Conference in Miami. Hey, come was on, man! Like, we haven't had a conference since. That, that doesn't right. exist. No, not anymore. I mean, the closest thing is South by Southwest. On, that's that the closest even thing. Even but that's not how can I be no, down. You talking about grimy. You talking about wall to wall. You talking about grimy spots, rocking crowds, a lot of smoke. Yeah, I almost got shot at how can I be down I mean, twice. It is, <laughs> it, it is so real. It is as real as it gets. Yes. Oh, my God. So, Tough, let's talk about the transition from... Being an artist and having a song that resonated with the hip hop culture and being able to take those experiences and those relationships that you that you had and taking that into your 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 next journey um, in your career. When did you realize, you know what, I really not don't really want to do the artist thing that much anymore and. You wanted to, did you realize that you wanted to get involved in helping artists' career? May it be from a songwriting perspective, may it be trying to find new talent. Like, did you did you realize that as an artist? Yeah, I did. I mean, I started, I, I think I got to a ceiling with, with rapping. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm more creative than that. Like, I majored in graphic design when I was in college. So, I was more than, rap was just a thing. Like, right. It was one thing. And I think I needed just more challenges. And like I told you earlier, I was like, I was up at KMEO one day freestyle and I was like, I need more. This is not I it. need more of a challenge. Right. I did this. You know, we had a top 10 record. Like, what's next? Right. And I made the transition and, and I hooked up with a partner of mine who, we, who I was producing with, you know, a major producer at the time, Mike City. Big shout out to Mike City. That's He's doing dude. the unsung right now with Dave Hollister in Vegas. You're going to see it soon. Shout out Mike City, um, who's been up here and my, my homie. Yeah, so, you know, I started uh, managing Mike, and I, uh, Mike used to always send me records, and, and he sent me this album, and it had this song called I Wish on it. 100%. It was Mike singing. I said, Mike, you know, I know Carl Thomas from back in the day. Um, I could play it for him. You know, let's see what happens. So when you, so when you got that, did he give it to you to give to another artist, nah, or he, he was, was just, like, he was like sending me music, I, like music, like, like check this out? And I was, you know, I was you hip hopped out. I, I don't fuck with R. <laughs> <laughs> I don't R. Kelly. I, I gave Twelve Play all the love. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it. Everybody else was corny, right? So he gave me this album, and I was like, yo, this shit kind of bumps. You know, I don't really fuck with R. B. But this record is this <laughs> I Wish record, and a few other. He had another one that I actually made called Thomas's album. And he had this record I wish And I was like man I know Carl Thomas He's at the end of his budget Like let's let's give him this record And see what happened Right Little did I know So you know We grimy We we pushing records You know Mike had no money He flew his 
flew himself to New York and we met with Puff. We gave him the record. And Puff was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, ride out to it for the weekend, you know. Let so me you see. gave it to Puff before Carl Thomas heard it. Yeah, you gave it to Puff first. Yeah, because he had to clear. Like Carl wasn't cutting no more records. Right. So we gave it to Puff. Carl had it at the same time, but I knew Puff because Puff wanted to manage me around the records you playing right now. Reprogram. Right. Puff wanted to actually jump on that record. That's the whole sound. <laughs> he has not changed. Right, right. Puff will get on anything moving hot. That was a hot record at that take point. Take that, take that. He, he was going to rhyme it. on the remix of Reprogram. <laughs> we didn't go with Puff management, right. obviously. And um, so I knew Puff. I took him the record, and he was like, let me ride out. He came back. He was like, I want Carl to cut this. The next week, you know, Carl was in the Michael Jackson room cutting this record. Wow. Of the hit factory in New York. The Michael Jackson room got the big, the, the live big, room. The wow. big The board. live room is as big as a basketball court. I mean, it's, it's a huge. And that's where you would cut this. This record that you're hearing right now is the same beat. So Mike City, it's the same beat that you heard on that tape. He's singing like Mike City. Oh, there's no question. If you know Mike City, if you're familiar with how he writes, when I hear this, I hear Mike City's exactly. voice. Mm. So, okay, so the demo was... Pound for pound, the same. Call did his thing, and then this thing blew up. So, how much did you get paid? How much did Mike City get paid? So of for course, he didn't pay us in the beginning. <laughs> wow. I had to actually go up there, and, and, and Puff used to call me to Dre. Dread, what? What I gotta do, Dread? Because I had dreads. Right. What I gotta do, Dread? I gotta pay you out my pocket. I said, Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay me out. Yeah. Because I'll take this record you back. Take it back. I didn't care. It right. didn't matter. Call right. whatever. He's like, so he wrote me a personal, well, he wrote Mike a personal check, $7,500. I wish Mike would have framed it. Oh, that's, that, that started That started everything his career. for him. Right. He ended up doing a multi-million dollar publishing deal. He had six top 10 records after that. Damn. So that started my transition. That. To, to, to writing with Mike, managing Mike. I ended up writing uh, with Mike with, on Dr. Dre records. I wrote on Games album. I wrote on Rihanna records. Wow. I wrote on um, Young Buck because we had a relationship with Dr. Dre, so I was doing a lot of writing over there with Mike. So that made that started making the transition to writing. Right. And at that time, music was changing to, to very lyrical, kind of flowy singing. Mm -hmm. So since I had lyrics, I could flow and make a little melody. Like, it started changing to that. Right. So they used to bring me in to do lyrics. And Mike was good melody, and we matched so it was with a the perfect, lyrics. So it was a perfect match. It just it, That was the natural transition to like oh this is cool i ain't gotta be on the road eating fried chicken right and, <laughs> and, and drinking more money drinking alizé right. every night <laughs> i ain't gotta do that no more so it was good it was cool you know right. it was it was good and and the company i worked for gave me a publishing deal off those records then they then they started asking me to consult them and they gave me mm. a joint venture then i signed artists so it was like a natural progression it wasn't anything planned it was just the it was just me taking on new challenges. It was me climbing new mountains. That's hot. You know, it was, it, I think for to to be lasting in this business, you have to pick. You know, you have to pick new mountains. You gotta, right. you gotta, you gotta have new challenges. If you're a creative person, right? You gotta always reinvent yourself. So right. All the ones that have lasted have reinvented themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you don't do that, you know, you stagnant. You be stuck. Right. So. During that time of you writing, is that when you really kind of got your real understanding for publishing? Nah. <laughs> no. I do nothing. You <laughs> I was still creative. You still creative, so you wasn't even tripping on the nothing. business part I of it. I probably lost half a million dollars on publishing. Uh, <laughs> but now that I know it, I'm the super hold the flag up. You, for the, need, to, you, need, you need to understand know what, what this, this is, is because you don't want to be me. I'm the poster child. I lost probably half a million dollars. Mm. I never did a publishing deal. All that matters is the money. Capital gave us our publishing. Labels don't even do that anymore. Right. Right. So I'm like the poster child of do a publishing deal. Even if it's an admin deal, go get your money because you can't collect it yourself. So you have a JV situation at the publishing company that you would now work at. Yeah. As an executive. Yeah, I had that first. They, so they the signed me first. as a writer, and then they gave me a joint venture to develop other writers because okay. I had all this artist experience. I know how to write records. I know how to produce all that shit. So they gave me the joint venture to sign. That's how you, you do a joint venture with somebody. You do it because you don't have access or the know-how to 
what what they're doing. Right. So they gave me a joint venture. I signed this kid T Fly who had this record twenty four hours with two chains that was all over. You know T Fly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um and I signed a couple other things. I signed a Sunshine record. She was doing a new record at the time that Mike Sunshine Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She had an album at that time. This was like two thousand nine. Okay. Um and then I started consulting them, peer music. Mm-hmm. And then they gave and then when the position opened up, you know, they wanted to flip the AR department. They they didn't want to be a suit and tie type because you know I'm not I'm coming to work like how like I'm how you are right, right now. now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still who I am. And and if we can do it like that, I can do it. Because I've never worked for anyone. So how 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 hard was that transition? Now you gotta be in an office damn near almost every day. I don't. I don't. I ain't been in the office today. That, that was the thing. <laughs> I can I can I, I, I told them. You still got to be able to move how you got to move. Right. The business doesn't happen in the office. Right. You got to go to it. Right. Yeah. The talent, the writers, the records, everything is being made. It's not coming to me. You got to go to it. it. So if I'm going to have a job where I'm going to be effective, I got to keep moving. Constant activity. I got to keep moving and keep getting records and keep knowing who the writers are. Keep in the culture and be out and be. Mm-hmm. That's never stopped because that's who I was already. Anyway, so right. it was easy. It, was, it wasn't really a transition. It was just more of a platform now that I can help brothers and teach them how to be a publisher. Teach them how to be a businessman. So that's where I'm at with it right now. Wow. So... I like to teach brothers how to be businessmen. I like to teach them how to know that they're a publishing company. So when you get there, and as you said earlier, how it comes full circle because Salam Remy, who I'm a huge fan of and his work that he My did dude. with Nas and all that, and he, he worked on your first album. Now you were able to Come on. Now all my sign homies, him. All my homies is in position. Well, I'm not. Come on, I'm sitting. You, I'm sitting here talking across from you. With yeah, the but I need, radio show. I need a check. I need a check, though. You're here. You getting checks? Can, you, can, I get you check? can I get a tummy check? Can I get a check? A platform is a check. <laughs> a big check right now. You got the mic. So, you signed Salam Remy. Now, tough. I don't. I kind of remember when you were dealing with this situation, and I know it. It, it wasn't publicized as much. What's this? What was your situation with? Oh, Prince. With Prince. The Prince. Wow. Yeah, one of the first deals I did when I when I got to the publishing company, flew up to Oakland and met with the purple one, you know. He was in Oakland, was it with E forty on some high nah, what was he, he doing he, in Oakland? He had he had hired managers that were with this Greenpeace Foundation. Uh it's a foundation up in Oakland that does uh, you know, environmental Okay um things and they were his managers at the time. Okay. See Prince Prince was you know moved a little different. He moved Way different. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can talk about it now because we actually, uh, since he passed, we were renegotiating it, and we just recently, I think, I think I probably can't say this, but he signed it with another publishing company. I've had him for two years. When he passed away, you know, it was turned all about the money, and you know, he's got a crazy right. amount of money for his catalog at this. Did point. you have access Sold like to five million it? records after he passed? Did you have access to? His catalog, and not just catalog, well, I, but I, music I, that I, was unreleased. I administered his catalog for the last two and a half years. Mm. We administered, and what I mean, what that means is we you explain we, that. Yeah, we we collected all his money around the world when it was being played or used. How much did that generate now? Two years. I can't tell you that. Uh, around the ball, not exactly. I'm just a ballpark. It's in the M's. I mean, right. <laughs> it's real. It's in the M's. It's real. So tough. It's Prince. I mean, when you first meet with Prince, how was that meeting? Oh, it was like we are. We all God's children here. Wow. It was all that. Yeah. You know, he gave. Was us it that. a bunch of people? No, no, no. He, he's very soft spoken, and and uh, he just wanted to make sure that we didn't. You know, bastardize his music in any way, and and you know he wanted to stay clean and the things that the music was involved with. He didn't want uh, us to publicize that we had the deal. You know, he wanted to be in NPG Publishing. Mm-hmm. You know, at all times, and we were just a back house administrator because you cannot publish yourself again, mm-hmm. even Prince. Right. You know what I mean? Like he 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 needed somebody worldwide to collect his money when mm-hmm. it's being played around the world and. All the stuff he wrote with Mars Day and the time and all the stuff he wrote, Apollonia, I mean, new power generation. It's everything. He wrote all of all that. that. Right. He wrote all of that. Mm-hmm. So we actually found like 300 titles that weren't even registered. 
that were found money for him. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, they, they always say like the difference between him and Mike was like Mike's business was right, but his personal with the kids and all that was right. messed up. But Prince's, you never heard nothing about his personal, but his but business, business wasn't right. It just wasn't tight. You know, it just wasn't as tight as it could be. And, and we did a really good job for him getting all the catalog. How long did it take for that whole deal to come? To, how long did it take for it that whole? Quick. Was it? Because he was at another publisher and they were like, we can't do this. Like, it's just too much. And so that's how we got when like Peer's a good company. Mm-hmm. And so it came to uh, Peer Music two and a half years ago. And and we've been administering it um, since then. Up mm. until today. You wow. buy, you paying you paying them right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are paying them right now. So I that that has to be would you say it up up until this point and you've Done a Cause lot you of told cool me that things. I was never done did some shit like that. No, right. absolutely. But to say here's Prince. the key. Here's the key. Here's the Khaled. Constant movement. I always kept it moving. I always kept the pressure. I always kept wanting new things, thriving for different things, reaching for different. Like you just got to keep moving. You can't stay stagnant. If you told me I was a publisher with Madison, I was like, what? The, what, 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 what is that? What is that? Is that? <laughs> right, right, right. But now that I know it and everything else, you know, I feel like I just have the duty to, when you call me for a radio show and you want to talk about this, like it needs to be talked about, man, because people don't know. They don't know about publishing. It's this thing in the sky that just don't exist. And it's what money, you know, so any chance I get, you know, I'm I'm on, you know, I'm on my soapbox. What do you think is the, the, the biggest misconception as a writer about publishing? I had a, I had I was speaking with an artist the other day. He was like, "Why would I sign with you if I already signed the ASCAP?" Oh wow! So can you explain this? Can you explain the society so for from those, ASCAP for those to those BMI? Who don't know who that is. ASCAP collects radio only. You need a publisher and ASCAP or BMI or CSAC. Those collect your broadcasting and performance monies. Your publishing collects anything else where your music getting used in a toothbrush, where your music mm-hmm. getting used. In a movie, a film, whatever. That's where your co-publisher comes in. But you need both. It's not one against the other. I'm not competing with ASCAP to sign somebody. Right. You need both. Right. Um, so that's the biggest misconception. And the other misconception is that people think that you shouldn't do a publishing deal until you get the big song. Because they feel once you get the big song that you can command more money. Well, but then it's also a thing where, like, I'm going to hold out because that's the last check I'm going to get. And it's, that's not the case. Mm. You could sign. You got a big record right now. Take no money. Do an admin deal. You're going to see the money in about a year. Right. But why would you borrow money that you got to pay at least 25% interest on if you borrow it? Right. Then just get somebody to admin. You know what I signed Prince for? Nothing. Zero dollars. He didn't want to advance because he knew what he that knew, would come with. Right. Mm. He was just like, I got money coming in, but I need somebody to go find Just go it. get it. So I think that's the bigger mis- misconception, too. Like, you know, people think it's just this last check, and it's not. It's not even. It's, 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 it's a partnership. Because you need somebody to administer for your records. That's definitely um, uh, Something look, that look songwriters at, look at, need to know. Some, no, songwriters look at need it to as understand. A, it's a complete partnership. You need a partner. You need somebody admin. You can't do it by yourself. I don't care what nobody said. You can't do it by yourself. You're not equipped worldwide to collect your money somewhere in South Bubblefuck, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> right. you, can't, you can't get that. Right. People got an office there. Right. <laughs> right. We can go get that. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the key. So now. You're still looking, and I mean, as I know you are always looking for the next. Always. What is it that you want to do besides finding that next uh, Timbaland or Neptune, whatever that, whoever the hot producer is? Is there something else that, what's the next feather in your cap that you want to, uh, to, to put in your, for your, in your a, career as, a, as an independent I would love to have Publish It Here It's never been done 
the majors usually run that because they they're the major company and they have the major publisher universal has universal publishing so all those big albums you see on universal are usually universal writers. publishing right it's right, never right. been an independent publisher get published it a year if i could get that that'd be a huge feather then i, I then y'all can have it back y'all can have a mic back <laughs> <laughs> i do that y'all can have it back so I'm thriving for that. I mean, Pierre, I got them on the map in two years. I got I got four records on a Bieber album. I got one on Beyonce. I got one on Views. I got one on Rihanna. So I got them on the charts in two years. They there. They've they ain't been there since five six years. Which is probably what was that Rihanna then when with uh, they Umbrella had, they, they had they had they Umbrella had, right. They, they had some great 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 artists uh, with Tricky Dream and Esther Esther Dean. Dean right. Shout out to Esther Dean. I mean, super talent. If I was there, I would have never let her leave. I would have resigned her for whatever money she wanted. And is that usually the case when a writer leaves after so much success? It it comes down to money and the publisher. Like, why would you think they wouldn't want to pay her with the amount of money they have well, made from her? You, well, you can't compete though. You know, you, you, the the independent publishers can't compete with the major money because they they can just they're all about acquisition. They can just put a whole bunch of money on and wait. You know, I'm, I'm at an independent publisher who's privately owned. So they need Ralph that money now. They can't. They can't just write it. Write it that's out. That's his money. <laughs> right. Saying, you know, so he he's got to win. Everything has to win. So they all ended up going to Universal, and uh, Pierce still has like fireworks and um, uh, what else did she write over there? It's all of Rihanna's run, like S and M, Umbrella. Mm. It's they all that peer. Yeah, they got some big records over there with her. She wrote Firework. I mean, come on, man. That record probably earned like $20 million. $20 million right. $20 million. Right. And it gets used every year. Somewhere. Fourth of July. Something. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah was, somebody's yeah. using that. Super Bowl last year. That was like four hundred grand. Right. She only performed like half of the song. <laughs> so right. so you gotta you gotta you gotta really understand how much value it is when you write a hit record. But you need a publisher to 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 maximize that money. Right. Can't do it by yourself. Or you get taken advantage of. Quick. Who's out there? You hit is there some some new songwriters that you that you're excited about? Uh that you're paying attention to that maybe you're trying to sign or you just how do you usually work you just kind of pay attention to somebody or you see the potential and you try to scoop them up right away i mean that you know along with you know trying to get the big writers that are maybe coming out of their deals um i just i just follow the talent man i know talent you know so i just try to follow the talent whether they have nothing happening or everything happening. If they're talented, I'm signing them. And money might not be the same. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, there's a difference between a new act and somebody, you know, that's that's written a lot of hits. But I'm really just looking for talent because I know how to assess the talent. I used to write, so I know how to get in the studio. Event. You can't write it, I can write it. Right. Mm. If you can't outwrite me, I ain't signing you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Hey, <laughs> AM Capri yeah, Morning Show. I'll battle you right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now it's funny because you know when I got my record deal, Malik made me battle him. Malik Levy was rapping. He's like, you gotta battle me for the record deal. He flew us to LA. He's like, I'm not gonna sign you unless you can battle me. But Malik wasn't a good rapper, was he? Nah, but he's he, from the Bay, and you know they used to be my inspiration. My inspiration. <laughs> he used to rhyme like all them all them fools up there, and he could he could freestyle, right? Like as you probably could, because you're from the same place. You know what it is. <laughs> and so he had his little freestyle, and I convinced to tear him down, <laughs> and got the deal. The rest is history. AM Cafe Morning Show, my man Tuffy's in the uh, in the building, Channel yeah. Live, and dropping science on this publishing game. So, Q Nice. What's up? Uh, let's go back into the mix right quick. We have like 10 minutes before we got to get up out of here, dude. So, let's hit him with some music. AM Cafe Morning Show. Oh. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time for the AM Cafe Morning Show.
get it all in perspective For all y'all enjoyment, a song y'all can step with Y'all appointed me to bring rap justice But I ain't 5-0, y'all know it's Nas, yo Great goose and a whole lot of hydro Only describe us as soldier survivors Stay laced in the best, well-dressed With my nest in the white team now let's get it all in perspective For all y'all enjoyment, a song y'all can step with Y'all appointed me to bring rap justice But I ain't 5-0, y'all know it's Nas, yo Great Goose and a whole lot of hydro Only describe us as soldier survivors Stay laced in the best, well-dressed With finesse in the white tee Looking for white meat Thug girl who fly and talk so nicely Put her in the coupe so she can feel the nice breeze We could drive through the city, no doubt But don't say my car's topless Say this, this is out Newness, here's the anthem Put your hand up that you wish with Count your loop with Push the pool stick in your new crib Same hand that you hook with Swing around like you stupid King of the town Yeah, I've been that You know I click clack Where you and your men's at Through the smurf, through the wop Baseball bat Rooftop like we bringing 88 back They shoot, shoot, shoot Oh, I made you look You a slave to a page in my rhyme book Getting big money, playboy, your time's up With them gangsters With them dimes at they shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, I made you look. You a slave to a page in my rhyme book. Getting big money, playboy, your time's up. Where the gangsters at? Where the dimes at? This ain't rapping, this is street hop. Now get up off your tail like your seat's hot. My lobs again, lit up the reaper. Trunk in the car, we got the street sweeper. Don't start none, won't be none. No reason for your mans to panic. You don't want to see no ambulances. Knock a pimp's drink down in his pimp cup. That's the way you get Timberland up. Let the music diffuse all attention. Ball of convention, free admission. Hustlers, dealers, and killers can move swift. Girls get close, you can feel where the toes kept. All my just coming homies, parolees. Get money, leave the beef alone slowly. Get out my face, you people so phony. Pull out my waist, the eagle foe phony. They shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, I made you look. You a slave to a page in my rhyme book. Getting big money, playboy, your time's up. Where them gangsters, where them dimes at? They shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, I made you look. You a slave to a page in my rhyme book. Getting big money, playboy, your time's up. Where them gangsters at? Where them dimes at? And running. Yo, my mood is real rude. I lay you out, show you what still do. Mobsters don't box my pump shot of lodges. Every invitation to fight your punk asses. Like Punch said, you ain't even in me classa. Made batch bins, backseat TV plasma. Ladies looking for athletes or rappers. Whatever you choose, whatever you do. Make sure he a thug and intelligent too. Like a real thoroughbred is. Show me love, let me feel how the head is. Females who's the sexiest is always the nastiest. And I like a little sassiness, a lot of class. Mommy reaching your bag, past the fifth. I'm a leader at last. This a dawn you with my nonsense spit, digging blues consciousness. Thank you. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon, Warmer G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones, rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC, on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak, all of you search know what's up with 213. So I select on 21 and then with some brothers shooting back, so I said let's do this, I jumped out the back and said what's up? Some brothers put some back, so I said I'm I'm all glad and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking my suit. I can't believe they taking more as well. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's up? They got, they got, they got, they got.
us, the notorious just Please us, the deliver producer We just chillin', milk em, pop villain Silkin', pure lemon, Q Knox on the ones and twos. Yes, sir. Your man's killing, man. I'm back in New York with that mix. Bro. Yeah, Chuck is like, yeah, I Thanks, feel like bro. I'm back in New I'm York. Back home right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, before we get out of here, tough. So now, how can folks get a hold of you? It's you know, aspiring uh, songwriters, producers, folks that think they got what it takes. Uh, my email is super easy, man. It's tough. T U F F at peermusic.com. And that's peer P E E R P E E R music.com. And I know he gave you his email address because if you try to like find tough on social, like he doesn't do nah, nothing. I'm the ghost in the He doesn't do none of that. We don't ghost. do that. Which is which is funny and someone get at in, me in, if I know you, you know how to get at right. me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> email me. Everybody. This guy's not giving you no Instagram or none of that. I don't even have one. <laughs> but I know where you are. <laughs> it's so funny, dude, because Tuffy's one of the guys that truly, oh, okay. truly, there's like only a few guys that I really respect. And even if we even if we never did any business together, just a person that I'm around and he makes me laugh every time I'm with Tuff. He either gives me a story or, oh, man, we same, or we're man. just we on the same yeah. vibes, the same wavelength. So he always makes me laugh every time I look forward to seeing Tuffy. Yeah, man. I mean, it was you know, it's, I, I am yeah. I am hip hop. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, that's where we connect. But uh, thanks for having me up here, man. No, and, man. And, I, 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 I appreciate it. Any questions? Like, I'm 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 always open for people, you know, wanting to learn and, and get the information. So, if you want to email me with questions, hit up my email. You know, any publishing questions you got, don't be out there trying to figure it out. Don't try to read it on the internet. Don't try. Don't try to Google this. You can't Google this. Right. Right. So you can't Google this. You can't Google this. Right. Right. You need to talk to people that are really real doing deal. this. That's right. That are really living this. Right. That are really authentic with it. That's right. It's the same as hip hop. That's right. Dropping jewels. That's what I like, man. My man, Tuffy M. Cafe Morning Show. Appreciate you uh, coming through, Tough. Once again. Um, AM Cafe Morning Show can be heard each and every Wednesday and Friday right here at Dash Radio 1 and a bunch of other stations. Go to amcaffeine.com right now and you'll see all the stations and all the other times that you can hear us. We do this way back Wednesday to um, me. I like to, to, to pay homage and to folks that I'm a fan of, folks that I appreciate what they've done to the culture or whatever it is that they do in the industry. So that's what way back yeah. Wednesday is about. And on Friday, you know, we get buck wild. So it's how we get hey. down to AM Caffeine Morning Show. You guys enjoy the rest of your hump day. Tough. Thanks for coming through, man. Thank I appreciate y'all, it. I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. AM Cafe Morning Show. Enjoy your day. Gangsta Raps commercial, man. We used to fight the power. Now we just sell liquor. Look that game, the man that commands him. Tap on stage, tap dancing like Sandman. We should want something better. The other day I got a letter. It said they were suckers. Ask Chuck and Simon. You f*** with hoes? Well, I f*** with queens. I'm trying to hear what's in the head. You're trying to see what's in the jeans. I can't feel y'all digging. Y'all ain't got no doubt.